Hey guys, what the fuck is up? It's Spilly and welcome back to No Bleeps. This has been a very, very insane week. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that has come out this week. Just things that have been discussed that have my blood boiling. Uh, we've got things from Lindsay Lohan, a clip of her on David Letterman that has surfaced where I just, I'm so frustrated by that. And the stuff that is going on in the Bachelor franchise, holy smokes, you guys, that is some crazy shit. And then we've got David Dobrik getting called out. And I mean, I want to first off start off by talking about the Lindsay Lohan situation because this is kind of in line with the story that I covered last week, which was the Free Britney movement and the documentary that has come out where people are finally like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this shit is going on with Britney. Britney was treated so poorly by the media, the paparazzi, everything back in the day. And that is something that never would have been accepted in this day and age. And that is so true. And it's become extremely clear that, you know, she wasn't the only woman that was ever affected by this kind of media. And this clip of Lindsay Lohan going on David Letterman has surfaced where he is making fun of her and making a joke out of her going to rehab, being like, why do you need to go? Like, do you have a drinking problem? And making fun of the things that she is going through and she is dealing with, making a complete joke out of it. And people were saying, you know, Back in the day, seeing something like this, because at, you know, one point in time in the interview, Lindsay is like, this was not in the pre-show interview. Let me see, like, what you're about to say. Like, you're about to make all these jokes about me going to rehab and all the things that I'm dealing with. And honestly, back in the day, I'm sure people were watching the interview and they were like, wow, Lindsay can't take a joke. When in reality, if those jokes were made today, I don't even think that he would have been on air the next day. Because making fun of someone's mental health, that is something that is so serious today that... I mean, that there's no way that would have even begun to have been a pass. Like, he would have had to issue a statement immediately. Like, that just never even would have passed through the network, I feel, today, today. But it's crazy to think that back then, it was okay to be just openly making fun of people and what they were dealing with. And it was just like, wow, she's crazy. Not, wow, like, she's really going through something. I really wish her the best. <sighs> That's just so frustrating. And to get into some of this Bachelor stuff, because not that it ties with the David Dobrik stuff, but it is very along the same lines. And basically, what is going on with the Bachelor franchise is something that a lot of people have been saying is a long time coming, calling out contestants and not letting this stuff slide anymore. And you know, really seeing Chris Harrison's true colors through all of this. So former Bachelorette, the first Black Bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, is a host on Extra currently. Rachel said that she was going to interview Chris Harrison about the recent episode of The Bachelor. And during this interview with Chris Harrison, she asked him about a current contestant who has been getting called out for like the last six or seven weeks now since this entire show has been airing because there are photos of her that people are like, this is really bad. This is racially insensitive. This is just bad all the way around. She was seen at a Old South party and they dressed up in the attire of that time and they were basically celebrating the Old South, which Rachel was telling Chris Harrison, you know, what would I have dressed up as if I had attended this party? Because back in the time that they were celebrating the era of this party that they were throwing, it's not good. 
it's really, really freaking bad. And so it wasn't a good look for her to be at this party. And apparently she had like liked or commented on a photo of her friends holding a Confederate flag. And people really wanted her to come out and address the situation. And basically, Chris Harrison chose to instead of just being like, well, you know, Rachel. So basically the interviewer is Rachel and the person that has been getting accused is a different Rachel. She's on the current season. He could have just said she needs to come out and address the situation or he could have been like, well, I don't know why she hasn't made a statement, but hopefully she makes one soon. But instead, Chris Harrison chose to completely defend Rachel and say things like, you know, who are you, Rachel Lindsay, to call her out? Who am I, Chris Harrison, to call her? Who are these people to call her out? And Rachel Lindsay is just like, um, I'm being hurt by this. The things that she's done hurt me. Like, hello? Like, it's ridiculous. He basically was just defending Rachel and saying that we should give her grace. We should give her time. And he was just making all these excuses for her. And it was just like a very overwhelming situation and people were honestly not surprised that he had this take but i think people were very surprised that he said it and rachel did mention that on a podcast of hers she said that she was just very surprised that he had said this on television in this interview and the fact that he really thought that he had said nothing wrong when he defended her with his full chest he did not think that he did anything wrong which later chris harrison did have to issue an apology but she's saying he was totally fine with it after they finished the interview he thought it was fine he didn't want to cut anything out and then when it went up obviously everyone was like shocked like oh my gosh i can't believe this is what is being said i can't believe he's defending rachel and what she's done by going to this party and saying things like, well, it might not be right in 2020, but in 2018, this was something that was acceptable. And it's like, uh, no, 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 no. Just because people are doing it in 2018 does not mean that it was morally okay to be doing things just because people weren't calling it out like they are now. And also, this is something that the college and I think like the sorority fraternity committee says that they stopped doing these parties a long time ago, way before 2018, but certain sororities and certain fraternities still did these parties because they liked the parties, which is just like, I, I can't. They banned them and they still did them. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. I think what really shocked a lot of people is that Chris Harrison was willing to stand up for Rachel, someone who has this past that is making people very upset. Rachel Lindsay is expressing, hey, these things are hurting my feelings. And instead of Chris Harrison, you know, saying, I hear you, Rachel, I hear what you're saying. And I'm so sorry that those comments hurt you and that we put her on the show and this stuff, like instead of trying to sympathize with Rachel, he was trying to argue with Rachel about why we should be giving Rachel that has posted this content and gone to these parties and made these comments with friends of hers holding the confederate flag grace and we should allow her time to make an apology and rachel and is like it has been six weeks people have been talking about this i don't know why she hasn't said anything there's nothing in her contract that says that she can't come out and talk about this that's kind of the part of the conversation that really had people just like wow like 
Rachel is sitting here like, I'm hurt. And Chris Harrison is like, well, like that's pretty much the conversation. And that is extremely frustrating. I think the best thing he could have done was just sat there and listened to her and not try to defend the person that has hurt people. That is just, I mean, it's kind of like a slap in the face a little bit to Rachel Lindsay. And yeah, it just really showed a lot of people like the true colors and wowie wow. It was crazy and extremely disappointing for a lot of Bachelor fans to see this occur. So a lot of people are like, we need to fire Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison should lose his job over this. I've seen a lot of Bachelor alumni come out with their podcast episodes talking about this and agreeing that Chris Harrison should, you know, step down and not be the host anymore. And I'm going to give maybe a little spoiler into what I've heard. So if you watch The Bachelor, just skip like maybe like a minute or 30 seconds. But yeah, I heard that this girl freaking ends up winning this season and you guys like... I just, I don't know for sure because last season I was wrong, okay? I was wrong about who won, so I could be wrong. But if she does win, that's going to be a whole other, people are going to be mad, like mad, 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 mad. And then she's going to have to come out and like address it on camera probably. They're probably going to make her address it on After the Final Rose. But you know what? Chris Harrison freaking said in his apology that he put out on Instagram that he was not going to be hosting after the final rose because of the fact that, you know, all this stuff is going on and he needs to take some time away. But I'm like, okay, you're not going to be hosting after the final rose. Are you even going to have it after the final rose? Because last season with Taisha, they did not do after the final rose. And I'm a little fucking mad. Why didn't they do after the final rose? So he literally could just be like, oh, I'm not going to be doing it because they literally were like already not even doing it. But it looks like he's not doing it because he's a good person. Anyways. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew Podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. 
Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Let's move on from the freaking Bachelor because that stuff is so frustrating and I don't even know if you guys watch The Bachelor, but I just needed to say that because I've been watching all these podcasts today and like really catching up on it and my blood was boiling and I just needed to get that off my chest. But let's get into this David Dobrik situation because this has been going on for the last week now that people have opened their eyes to things that have honestly been discussed for a long time, like the last eight months. This has been a discussion and People just this week are realizing, oh shit, David Dobrik has vlogs with jokes in them that are really, really, really bad and fucked up and messed up. And people did not know that until literally just now. So basically what happened was Nick, a former Vlog Squad member, went on the H3 podcast and he was interviewed by Gila and Ethan about his experience being with David Dobrik. And honestly, he didn't come on to be super negative. He just came on and was like, listen, somebody said that I was kicked out of the vlog squad. I wanted to clear things up. And I just wanted to say like, I left on my own because honestly, a lot of the jokes were affecting me and my mental health because a lot of the jokes were made about his appearance and the fact that he was short and it started to affect him. And he basically was just saying he has talked to David about this and how he was feeling about this. And that once he told David he didn't want jokes to be made about him and the way that he looked and that he didn't want to be the butt of the joke anymore, he just wasn't in the videos anymore. And it's basically like him and David's like friendship like wasn't really like a thing anymore after that. And once he spoke out, honestly, Ethan was just like, it's really messed up that you weren't in the videos anymore because like you didn't want to get made fun of anymore. And people were like, wait a minute, like, David, that's really messed up. That's really effed up. And then another former Vlog Squad member, Seth, went on the H3 podcast and he spoke his truth about being a member of the Vlog Squad. And his experience, in his words, is very traumatic. There were a lot of racially stereotyped jokes made when he was around. And this is a very, very big conversation because the response that these podcasts are getting with Seth coming out and talking about what happened when he was a member of the Vlog Squad, with Nick coming out and saying he was a member of the Vlog Squad, they are being met with people saying, you know, they're so happy that they have a platform to speak on and people are sending David Dobrik a lot of hate now. And I went on David Dobrik's most recent video and everyone is just, you know, going off on him. They're saying like he's the next Shane Dawson and all of this stuff. When literally, you guys, eight months ago, Seth made a video talking about this. He made a video talking about David Dobrik, about all the jokes that David made with him, all the times that there was a situation where he felt uncomfortable, a situation where there were racist jokes made towards him in the vlogs, and everybody called him a cloud chaser. Everyone. Like, people were saying, why are you being so sensitive? Like, these jokes are totally fine. Like, if you have a problem with these jokes, comedy is dead. Those were the comments that people were giving him. And now people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Like, David needs to come out and apologize. David needs to say something. Why is David being so silent about this? David hasn't said anything about this. And you guys, David did. This is a very crazy situation because 
this is something that I made videos about. I made two videos talking about this eight months ago when this all occurred. And I made a video when David came out with an apology on his podcast, which people did not like. Let me just say that. People did not like that David made an apology on his podcast for the first two minutes. People felt like, one, that was his smallest platform. Why did he make the apology there? And people also felt like it was just not good enough. And I do think that he made this apology in June, right, of last year. And when he made this apology, he said that he was going to change. He was not going to be making jokes anymore that were offensive. He never wanted to hurt people's feelings. He, you know, wanted his vlogs to be fun and he was going to do better. And in the time between June and now, David really has not put out any videos. So uh, it's not like he continued to really make bad content after the apology. He hasn't made any since the apology, really. The more recent ones are silly, like him surprising Natalie with Halsey and him moving into his new house. And these were videos that were literally put out last week. So people feel like David is avoiding the things that are being said. And yes, it does look like that if you've never even heard of him talk about this on his podcast, because the title of the podcast was Auditioning for SNL. So who's going to click on that, assuming that David is about to give an apology in it? He didn't put it on Instagram. He didn't put it on his YouTube channel. He didn't tweet it out. So not as many people are going to be paying attention to his podcast as they are to the other platform. So people do not know that he did this, but he did come out and apologize for this. Whether people knew about it or want to accept it or not, he did say something. So he's not being totally silent. But in regards to this entire situation, Seth, when he first came out about it, wasn't even trying to attack David. He wasn't even trying to say, we should cancel him. We should hate on him. He was just trying to say, I hope you can apologize and realize what you've done and do better because that's what I'm going to do. And he called out himself too, because not only just him, but Nick and him both said that they gave David permission to make jokes about them to begin with and then later realized that it was affecting them, it was affecting their mental health and they had to remove themselves from the situation and by no longer allowing those jokes to be made about them, they were no longer in the videos. Now, Seth in his video eight months ago came out and said, hey, I'm sorry I ever allowed them to make those jokes. I want to take accountability for allowing them to do what they did and just say I'm sorry to those that I hurt by letting them make those jokes towards me. Because a lot of people saw the videos that David was making and thought that making those jokes were okay. And that is not a good message to be sending when you're making videos of a black man opening up a refrigerator full of watermelons and him walking in on some people putting Nutella on their faces and, you know, pranking them by saying, I'm going to take you to the police station. And the other big issue that Ethan from H3 was, you know, mentioning he had with these videos and... Seth has spoken up about and he spoke about way more this week and the effects that it had on him was that David and Jason played a prank on him where Jason was basically making out with Seth without him knowing. So Seth, the first time was under the impression that he was going to be making out with Corinna. He had his eyes closed and he was actually making out with Jason, which he said he did not consent to. And then the second time, David came up with this elaborate plan to prank him again into getting him to make out with Jason. And so he set up this entire commercial shoot and he like cast 
Seth, without Seth knowing that David was even involved, Seth thought he was going to be in this commercial. They were filming this commercial, and he was about to make out with these people that were in gorilla costumes, and one of them was Jason, and he thought he was, like, making out with just, like, some random person in a costume when it ended up being Jason, and he says that these videos were very traumatizing to him, and that this was a traumatizing experience making out with someone that he had not consented to making out to. And so, ever since he was on the H3 podcast recently, everyone has just been talking about this and really feeling bad for this situation and for supporting David and this is just very messy honestly because this is a conversation that has been happening for a while and obviously trisha paytas has come out many a times to share how she feels about david dobrik and to say that you know she's really triggered by a lot of the experiences that are being shared because of the fact that she as well has had experiences with david where she did not like some of the jokes that were being made and she did not like a lot of the people that were in the vlog squad and she felt uncomfortable by things that she was witnessing and there was a video that literally resurfaced of trisha in one of jason's vlogs where you know they're saying that trisha isn't very happy with some of the content being put into the vlogs and they're basically trying to convince her that she should let Jason make out with Seth for a video. And she says she's not okay with it. And they're basically just trying to get to the bottom of why she's so upset about it. And she's like, I just don't want Jason to be making out with anyone. And they're making her feel kind of crazy for feeling that way. When it's like, why would you ever want your significant others to be making out with someone else that isn't you? Like, I don't know, like... Especially if they're in a relationship where, you know, they're not exploring other people at the same time. They're not in an open relationship. And she is avidly saying, I don't want my man to be with anybody else. Then, I mean, she has every right to be like, I don't want that. I don't like that. But they're just trying to make her feel crazy for feeling that way. And obviously with Trisha being a part of H3 Podcast with having a podcast of her own with Ethan they have to be very careful with how they kind of approach the subject because Trisha will obviously be very angry if they take the side of David, which one of the employees that work for the H3 podcast, AB, was trying to be the voice of reason for David Dobrik in one of the episodes. And Trisha got very, very, very upset by the fact that they even allowed someone who was not there, who's never been in the vlog squad, never witnessed any of the things that they witnessed, talk about trying to defend David by saying, oh, he didn't know that he was, you know, being offensive in these vlogs. And, you know, this is kind of like a sitcom. Everyone's playing a character. This isn't like real. And Trisha was making videos saying this was very real. This is something that has really affected me. And this is something that Nick is saying really affected him and something that Seth is saying that really affected him. And I do want to address something because people have been saying things specifically about Seth. They've been saying that, and I can't go into too much detail because I said in my freaking video that Seth is being very cautious about this subject and definitely would sue me if I was talking about this in a sense of he did this so i'm just gonna be a little vague about it but eight months ago when he made his video 
he was calling out a lot of members of the vlog squad, not just Jason and David, and people were accusing him of retweeting something and he claims that he did not share this, that the video was not what it was, and basically told me like if I talked about it, he would sue me. So I'm saying he said that the video that people are saying he shared is not what the content was in the video. But people are saying we shouldn't sympathize with Seth because he did this. And I think that, you know, the things that people are saying that he did, they're bad. And I think that is a separate conversation from the conversation about David. I do think that it's a tricky situation to talk about because I think, you know, the jokes that were made towards Seth, the jokes that were made towards Nick, these are things that did occur and they are bad. Like they're bad, the jokes are bad. Like no one deserves to be the butt of those jokes ever, 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 ever. And you know, there's people that are saying that Seth and Nick want clout from the situation. And on the H3 podcast, Hila was trying to say that no one would come out and try to go against someone who was so beloved and try to get clout this way. Like this is the way that you do not get clout. You get hate, you get so much hate because all these people that love David are coming after them. And that's exactly what happened last year. People were coming after Seth and saying, you know, you're just a cloud chaser. Like, why are you talking about David this way? Like, you're way too sensitive. I really don't think that this is the way to cloud chase. Like, I just don't think that, like, if they were trying to be cloud chaser, like, they would have just been with David. The things that they're saying and experiencing, like, there is video proof of them having jokes made about them that are just not okay at all. And Ela was saying that some people don't realize they're in a toxic situation until later, until they're far removed. So they might have been okay with making those jokes at one point in time, but now that they're far removed, they're realizing that those jokes have negative effects on their life. Like, Big Nick was saying that he never thought anything of the jokes and then people outside of the vlog squad started to make those jokes at him in public and he was like whoa like I don't know you like that like that's really messed up for you to freaking say to me and that's really what took a toll on his mental health other people felt like it was okay to say those jokes and that's what Seth was saying that a lot of the things that people were seeing David do, they felt like they could do it too. And that's a really bad message to spread because you're spreading all these racist types of jokes and making it seem like it's okay to be doing this when in reality, it's really not. It's You should not be doing this at all. And the excuse that they're kind of giving for David is that the only reason why he was doing it was because he had permission. But by them giving David permission, it kind of made it seem like they were giving everyone permission because the viewers felt like they could make those jokes too and that it was okay if David Dobrik was doing it. But the situation is messy. It's very, very messy. And I don't really know what people want David to do. I don't know if they want him to like never come back and make videos again because he wasn't, he's not really on the internet. Like he doesn't post that much anymore. He's posted like maybe like three videos in the last year. So I don't know if people don't want him to be on the internet anymore, if they want him to come out with another apology video, maybe on his YouTube channel this time. I'm really not sure how people want the situation to go further. I definitely do think that the podcast episode apology was not seen by a lot of people. Like people don't know about it at all. So, and people don't seem very pleased by it 
being very short. I do think that this is a very hot topic right now and that he is really under the microscope right now. Like people are really on him in his comment section begging him to talk about it. And I do think that because so many people are talking about it this time, he is going to come out and say something again. I really do see that because last time, like I said, not that many people even remember or knew that this was a conversation eight months ago and he came out and said something. So maybe now because it is a bigger conversation, more people are talking about it, that he is going to come out and say something on his YouTube channel. But then again, I don't even know because I feel like mainstream media isn't even covering this. Like when you look it up, if you type in David Dobrik, like, this situation isn't being covered by any of, like, the news outlets, like, Insider. I don't really think they're covering it, and BuzzFeed sometimes covers YouTube news. I haven't seen any coverage at all, so it seems like David is, like, of the exception for some people, and people are very angry about that at the same time right now. But that's pretty much the extent of the situation right now. Trisha's obviously come out and vented about how she feels about this entire thing. And she feels very validated that Nick and Seth have both come out and shared their experience because for the longest time, people were saying that she was dramatic and that she was obsessed with David and Jason. She kept talking about them because she was this crazy ex-girlfriend. But now that other people are having their voices heard and their stories heard about what their experience was like in the vlog squad, she feels like her story is being corroborated and she feels better about that um and like relieved but i want to know how you guys feel about it you guys can tweet me at no bleeps pod you can email me at my email address no bleeps podcast at gmail.com you can comment on my youtube channel if you guys also have questions for me you guys can answer ask me questions on any of those places. My DMs are open. My email, I check it every day and I love reading the comments. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.